0: Welcome to season six of Retrain Your Brain, 10 minutes of practical personal development to help you reframe your thinking to be your best self. This season reflects on some of the frustrations which 2020 has brought to the fore, including cancel culture, lockdown fatigue and fear of missing out. Looking at the common reactions as well as how we could choose to respond moving to 2021. If we have freed our mind from the negative, We've got space to focus on what will enhance our lives. Posture has long been associated with mental health and mental illness. Bad posture seems to betray poor mental health. Clinicians will report that clients who are depressed will often present with poor posture, for example, slumping, almost as if they're trying to make themselves as small as possible. Also, physically, Poor posture can lead to pain in joints, lack of mobility, and a number of other issues if it becomes a lifetime habit. And that in turn can cause us problems with our mental health because of chronic pain. It could restrict what we can do and it can be very unpleasant to deal with. And poor posture can sometimes attract unwanted attention or have the opposite effect. If, for example, we are perceived as being down, this might result in people wanting to cheer us up when we'd rather be left alone. Or, on the contrary, if those we are around find sadness uncomfortable, they may choose to ignore us. And this difference can cause us frustration or upset because what we're feeling and what we need may not be satiated. Slumping? can also affect mood negatively, because when we slump, we look down towards the floor, so we might miss exciting or pleasant things that are going on a little higher up. Also, it can give the impression that we're not confident, and then people may treat us as such, and that results in us feeling less confident than we were to start with. In a study by Petty in 2009, it was found that, depending on their posture, students believed more or less in their self-reported positive traits. In other words, if they were slumping, they were less convinced in their positive responses compared to when they sat upright. This study goes some way to suggest that slumping can lead to a lack of confidence in oneself. Amy Cuddy, who talks about power poses, says that we can encourage feelings of confidence by taking power poses, such as those often presented by superheroes, such as Batman or Superman. She advises that candidates take a moment to themselves to stand that way prior to entering the interview. I would suggest if you're doing that to perhaps do that in the toilet where you won't be disturbed. But nonetheless, the physiological truth may well be that when we stand firm, i.e. shoulder width apart, both feet planted firmly on the ground, we are just physically more solid. We are physically less able to be knocked over and this in itself can make us feel more confident. Further, poses such as hands on hips can also help us take up more space. But too much of this, especially in public and especially when it's over the top, it can cause a negative reaction in others because it may be perceived as trying too hard or as arrogance. And unfortunately, those Reactions can be as damaging as not having felt or stood confidently in the first place. Research also suggests that sitting upright can make us feel prouder, especially when we've achieved something. And if we're slumping, we are also less likely to try and problem solve. But a lot of this can also be related to simple physiology. If we're upright, we can breathe easier, which means our voice is clearer. We can see more, we look more engaged and therefore we are engaging. If we're slumped over, we can cause ourselves pain, including strain, which can lead to headaches. And again, this can result in a low mood. Here are some tips to make you a little bit more mindful of your posture. Number one, notice how you sit right now, if you're sitting or even standing. Are you slumped over? I personally have a back harness. It's sort of like a bra holster type thing, which keeps my shoulders down and back. What this does for me is simply it works as a physical reminder because I know that if I become aware of it, I'm probably slouching. But also, I don't know enough to correct myself naturally, so I don't notice it without the harness. So this physical tool helps me make good posture a habit, especially when I'm at my desk. Some people choose to sit on one of those Swiss balls rather than having their back on a chair and that too improves their posture and has the bonus of improving core strength. Number two is a little tip from my theatrical knowledge on posture and correcting it in others. If you are aware that as you stand with your hands simply by your sides, you can try this now. Look at your thumbs. Be aware if they're pointing inwards towards your leg and if they are, roll your shoulders back, and you'll find that your thumbs face forward. Thumbs are a giveaway if they're pointing inwards because it does show there's a very slight slump in your posture. But rather than thinking, I must puff my chest out, just simply roll your shoulders back and down. Now in the same way for tip number three, as a researcher was able to induce depression through slumping, if you're feeling down, See if changing your posture to one that is upright improves your mood. And if it does, that's a really quick thing we can do. Number four, if you notice poor posture in others, take a moment to think about what you're doing and then correct yourself. And number five, make stretching part of your regular routine. I now incorporate two simple stretches, arms and legs, before I sleep and before I get up. And actually with that, I add a further mindfulness technique. I stretch and I think about one thing or one person I'm grateful to have in my life. And then the second stretch, I think about one thing I'm looking forward to in that day or something that I'm grateful for in that day. And those two things also help improve my mood and my psychology and help me move forward into the next day with intention and positivity. That's all for this session. For more practical tips, The Leader's Guide to Resilience is in bookshops now or try my free self-development tools, tips and guided meditations on my YouTube site, Dr. Audrey Tang or articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com and remember, choose to be awesome because that's who you are.